Good morning. Welcome back to Wizards and Pixie Dust podcast, where we talk about all things Disney and Universal Orlando related. Their podcast hosts are Mary Yohannan and Emily Nugent. Morning, Emily. Good morning. <laughs> My goodness. Just to think like over a week ago. No, yeah. A week ago? Over. Uh, we were down yeah. We were down in Disney with no kids. How jealous are you? Yes. I know. No children, no husbands. They were melting. It was wonderful. I know. <laughs> it's really funny when um, you go down to Disney and you have no kids and no husbands. And it was just the two of us that were walking around and people were like, you didn't bring your kids and your husband. And we were like, nope. Nope. <laughs> We could kind of sleep in, we could go when we wanted, do what we wanted to do. It was nice. It was, yeah. I just thought it funny that people were just like, wait a minute, like, do you come to Disney without your yet? Yeah, and you see all the meltdowns and you're like, been there, done that. <laughs> you have to laugh because you're like, oh my God, that was my kid and probably will be my kid on the next trip too at some point. So, absolutely. <laughs> But we have really good information about the Food and Wine Festival, which we're going to share today, which I'm so excited about because I swear um, I probably would have gained 20 pounds from all the food we ate, but we walked like, what, 18 miles every day? So something crazy. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And it was so tough because there's so much food available and um, we went, what, Sunday night? We went Sunday night after we had done Hollywood Studios. And yeah. not all of the booths were open yet, which was funny because then the next day when we went, those had opened. So it was kind of nice to see um, some new ones available to us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, so we're going to go through the International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, passport that you can pick up when you get there, which I highly recommend you pick this up because in the back, if you get the stamps for the Emile's Fromage Montage, um, you get a nice little at the end if you get all five stamps. Um, so that's kind of cool. And some of these were actually quite good. So as we go through, and then I'll talk about the ones we ate too. Mm-hmm. And then there was like when you wanted to, we were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, but we got a stomp. Um, so all right, let's let's just dive right in. Okay, so if you don't know or you've never been to the Food and Wine Festival, or you haven't been in a while, or you're going soon, uh, uh, this is in the park Epcot with the big ball, and uh, most of the Kiosks, I guess they're called kiosks. Aren't they called kiosks? Yeah, yeah, I would say they're kiosks. So most of the kiosks are um, spread out throughout the World Showcase. However, there are a couple sprinkled in as you're walking through um, the new lands that they have um, made up. So the first ones we're going to start with are the ones that are closest to the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which was pretty cool. Um, an interesting ride, but we'll talk about it on another episode. <laughs> um, so what we're going to start out with is the um, uh, Mac and Eats, right? So 
this one is over near Mission Space. We call they actually actually tell you in the passport like where it's near, so you don't have to do any type of wandering around and trying to figure out where they are. It'll tell you where. Yeah, I do wish though that they had a map. I wish they would put like a map in the passport, and then you know you could kind of visually. I'm a very visual person, so to be able to visually see would be a little bit nicer. But you know, whatever. Well, you know, they have like new maps that say food and wine festival. So you think that they would just put like little dots on there and then like number those and then have like an additional key to say, but no, yeah. I mean, I guess like reprinting the front is just okay, but reprinting the entire map is like, no, no, no. So no, I agree. Mm. I agree. They do have this whole thing in here though, that if you're trying to figure out if you want sweet or savory, there's a whole little um, flow chart here, and then it'll tell you what you should get. So that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. No map. So, all right. So if you're a big fan of mac and cheese, you can which I am, mac and cheese. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> they um, we didn't get to try this one. We didn't get back here. No, we didn't. And um, the when we were around this area, it was not open yet. So we were around this area on Sunday, and it was not open yet. It only opened on Monday. Um, I did hear though that it's pretty, it's pretty good. So uh, it definitely would be something to try your next time down. Yeah, especially if you do like mac and cheese, it's pretty much like the base is the mac and cheese, and they have the traditional mac and cheese, and then they have some other ones where you can get some toppings put on. Yeah. So. That seems good. Plus, it's also a stamp you can get if you get their regular mac and cheese for the Emile's Fromage Montage. So. Yeah, I think I think all of the options are on there. It says the Cowboy Macaroni and Cheese and the Chili Cheese Macaroni and Cheese. Um, all of them, just one of the mac and cheese there. Yeah, that's what it said. It's uh, that's what it looks like. Okay, cool. Pretty much anything with cheese. Pretty much. <laughs> so right next to the Mac and Eats is the Coastal Eats kiosk, which um, this year I was a little disappointed in the Coastal Eats. They usually do some type of seafood, fish, um, you know, for Coastal Eats, which is great. But this year, I don't know, I feel like it fell flat. It was a baked scampi dip and oysters Rockefeller. What do you think? I am not a big seafood person. The only seafood I will eat is crab legs and crab cakes. So this this definitely did not spark my fancy. I right past it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like the Mac and Eats line was like huge when we were leaving and there was nobody at the Coastal Eats. It was like, ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the pictures don't even really look that good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> No, you know, like I was like, oh, a big shrimp, a uh, big scampi dip, but I don't know, it doesn't look right even in the picture. So we just skipped on that one. So we went over no. to the fry basket by Test Track. Oh, so good. I mean, come on, it's French fries. Like you can't really mess that up. Yeah, you can't. And we got everything there. We got the adobo yuca fries and we got the fry flight. So we had to try it all. Yes. Yeah. I was... I was very surprised that I liked um, the adobo yuca fries. I was really surprised oh, really? about that one. Yeah, have you I not had yuca like fries it. before? No, 
no, I didn't think I was going to like it. And then the, so the fry flight had um, a sea salt malt vinegar fry, barbecue bacon fries, and sweet potato casserole fries. I was very surprised. I thought I was going to like the uh, malt vinegar fries the most because I, I like vinegar on my fries. I'm weird. <laughs> uh, but I like the sweet potato casserole fries. Oh, my stars. Is that delicious? They were um, very, it was, it was nice how there was like sweet, savory, all going on in one plate. Like, yeah, I like I could that. totally have that sweet potato casserole fries for dessert. Like, it, it, oh my gosh, it was so good. They were delicious. So absolutely. But I really did like the barbecue bacon fries. I was surprised. They were good. I kept saying what's on here. It almost tastes like, um, Old Bay seasoning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little bit <laughs> on the fries, but they were good. And I'm not a vinegar person, so I'm not gonna lie, I didn't try the salt and malt vinegar fries. But the adobo yuca fries with that garlic cilantro aioli was really good. But they are so filling because yuca is like so starchy and thick. So, um, unfortunately, you know, we didn't get to finish all of that. There was a ton of food for just. Yeah, you yeah. know, a small fry place. Yeah. That's definitely a shareable portion. Definitely shareable. Definitely, definitely for sure. Um, so two thumbs up on the fry basket for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a new one this year too. Yes. Yes. So that one's good. And then they do have um, a, one of my favorites, the key lime lager over there that you can um, solve with uh, the fries too. Don't forget they have beverages paired with each one of these too. We might not go through the beverages, but um, they usually have like a signature cocktail that you can get, some wine, beer, some different things at the different kiosks too. So, and some of the kiosks have plates of beer too, which uh, I'm always a proponent for. <laughs> <laughs> On to flavors from the fire. Dun, dun, dun. Another one we kind of skipped over because we were pretty full from eating the first thing when we walked yes. out. Yes. But that smoked corned beef um, with crispy potatoes, cheese curds, pickled onions, and beef or beer cheese fondue is also on um, the uh, cheese stroll thingy. What's that called? Emile's Montage. Emile's yeah. Montage. Yes. Um, looks delicious, as well as the Bami ba Mao, the Asian skirt steak, chicken liver, aioli, pickled vegetables, and cilantro. That looks really good, too. Um, what yeah. I really wanted to try was that Rocky Road chocolate cake, because that was like one of the few chocolate desserts that they had at this food and wine festival, which surprised me, but. Mm -hmm. um, it looked delicious. And I think this was the place last year where you, me, and Melissa stopped and got that spicy whoopie pie that was so good. Yes. Wasn't that the s'more thing? Yes. So yeah, that was, this is like that was kind good. of we're down the same road. So um, we didn't get a chance to get back there though to try it out, which that's okay. Yeah. But um, I, they had that delicious whoopie pie last year. So, all right, <clears throat> on to brewing at the Odyssey. So this is actually in one of the pavilions, which is kind of nice because if you're trying to get out of the Florida sun, 
this is a great place to go inside. They have a couple high tops, low tops, so you can sit down. Um, this is just all wings. And then the crispy Brussels sprouts, which we didn't get. But um, if you are a wing person, this is a great place to go. And the wings actually really weren't that expensive. I feel like uh, they were cheaper here than like if we went to... <laughs> Please. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got you've got like six wings. Yeah, you've got a lot of wings. I, mean, I don't think you yeah. and I finished them. <laughs> no, I well, we're gonna be eating more. Yeah. but I really want to eat all. <laughs> they were so uh, good. I had the uh, garlic parmesan because I'm not a big. So the options for this booth were the uh, sticky wings with peanut sauce and grape gel. Uh, garlic parmesan, traditional buffalo, sriracha lime, dry rubbed jerk spice, chili sauce, and then those crispy Brussels sprouts. Um, I like I said, I had the garlic parmesan wings, and they they were good. They were very good. I I kind of wish it was more of a dry rub, but that's okay. Um, they were still delicious. And then you had the what the sticky wings with the peanut sauce. Yeah, so they were funny when they called the order up. They're like, order up PB&J wings. like. <laughs> yeah, it's like peanut butter and jelly wings. I don't know if PB&J is supposed to be on a wing. Um, to me, that's supposed to be um, crushed in a lunchbox. <laughs> Interesting. Like, uh, I think I would have liked it a little bit more if the sauce was more of a the grape and then they sprinkled the peanuts on top. Um but it mm. seemed like there was a lot of peanuts in the sauce as well. So it's, it tasted very peanut buttery versus yeah. like peanut butter and jelly, which was fine. You know, it was their signature um, dish at this one place. So I definitely wanted to try that out. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think I would get it again, to be honest with you. Um, next time I probably would just try the um, dry rub jerk spice wings with papaya chili sauce. Those sound delicious too. Um, this is where I got a, a flight though. Yeah. So I was going to say, you got a drink yeah. here too. Yeah. I got the flight. So I got the, um, Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company, Pineapple Vibes, Blonde Ale, the Three Daughters Brewing Watermelon Wheat Ale, and Central 28 Beer Company, Groveland Road, Blood Orange IPA. So you can do either the beer flight or the cider flight. They have ciders here too. They have three ciders you can do. I personally love this blood orange IPA. I loved it last year when I had it. So good. Central 28, shout out to you. Um, the Three Daughters watermelon wheat was pretty good. It did taste like a watermelon, which sometimes uh, beer companies do fall flat on that. But this one actually did taste like a watermelon. Uh, the pineapple slides ones was a little too tart for me. so. And I like sours, but this was a little too tart for me for the pineapple. So it wasn't my fob. I think I had said that to you when I was drinking it. I was like, yeah, yeah this was not my fob, but then I couldn't throw it away because Mary doesn't waste beer. So there you go. <laughs> still drink it. Um, but overall, two, thumb, two thumbs up for the brewing. Oh, That's yeah, fun. that was that was good. I could have eaten my fair share there. <laughs> literally make a meal out of it. Yes. Okay, on to the next one that we stopped at. Um, so now we're into the beginning of the World Showcase in the front end, where they usually have kiosks all year round anyway. 
Um, so we thought that the swanky saucy swine because on meals from Maj Montage are the crispy barbecued pork rinds. So uh, what's funny is uh, I haven't had pork rinds in a really long time, but I was like, okay, you know, um, Emily did not know what they were. So that was an interesting fun fact to tell her after she had eaten them. <laughs> Yeah, shame. But we're we're sitting there, you know, it, it, chomping down on this. And Mary's like, "Do you know what pork rinds are?" And I'm like, "No." And she's like, "All right, well, I'll tell you." And I was like, "Well, let me eat them first, and then you can tell me." And then I'm like guessing. I'm like, "Is it like the toenail? Is it the tongue? Is it the ear? Like what?" He's <laughs> like all these like gross parts, and then she tells me, "I'm like, well, it's not that bad." <laughs> Compared to what you were guessing, it's not that bad for sure. No, I expected it to be like intestines or like something like really gross. And no, but if they had a Scottish uh, kiosk, yeah, that would be very interesting for sure. Um, so we had the crispy barbecued pork rinds with the pimento cheese. This, I don't know. I thought this was so good. Like it was okay. I it was not. It was a little too. Um, they had like a barbecue on the pork rinds and I wasn't too fond of the barbecue on I'm not a spicy person though so uh barbecue is not my huge thing so um it was good but it wasn't it was the same barbecue they put on the french fries at the fry it probably was it's probably in a huge huge (laughs) vat in the back But the pimento cheese was really good, um, I thought. And I thought that pairing those two together was really smart. So mm-hmm. um, two thumbs up for that. And we didn't get to try the soy glazed sticky ribs or the grilled pork shoulder lettuce wrap. So we'll have to try that on the next round when we go. Um, both of those yeah. look equally good as well. So, And the pork rinds are definitely shareable. So, oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, that was yeah point. the portions were huge. It was definitely shareable there. Yeah. So, okay, two thumbs up for the pork rinds and the swanky saucy slide. Um, <clears throat> and again, you can also get a stamp if you uh, head over there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mexico, <laughs> it always surprises me that Mexico has a kiosk considering they have so many restaurants in Mexico. So I kind of feel like <laughs> maybe give a shout out to another, you know, uh, Central America, <laughs> like the Costa Rican, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah. We did not stop at the Mexico one. We just kept going. But of course, I heard that that blood orange charm margarita that they have there is just absolutely amazing. So definitely, um, if you're into margaritas, try that one out too. And then they also have um, another chocolate dessert here. One of the other few chocolate desserts. Um, I don't, I'm not even going to butcher this by saying abuelita chocolate bread pudding served with chocolate cream and anglais. Maybe is that how you say it? No, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. So, um, but you know, your typical taco and tostado you can get here as well. So we did not do that, but we did head over to China. Mm-hmm. The next stop, and M got the pan fried chicken dumpling. How was that? Yes, it was good. It wasn't nearly as um, like crispy. I like mine more on the crispy side, and this was not. Um, this is not a shareable one. They gave you two little dumplings and I was like, that's it for seven bucks. Come on, Disney. But, um, no, I mean, it was good. It was, it was, it was very good. It just wasn't, I like my dumplings a little bit crispier. They also had the Magnolian, uh, beef bun and the, um, I'm going to butcher this 
dandam noodles. But we did not try either of those. No, no. I think uh, I was a little nervous because it was spicy pork with Szechuan sauce. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I heard that uh, that one is very spicy very from spicy. just other people I follow. I heard that, that one is a little. That's got a kick a to pick. it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely need some jasmine draft beer for that. Um, mm-hmm. I got the passion fruit bubble tea, which is a non-alcoholic drink, and that was so nice and refreshing because it was so hot by the time we got to China. Oh gosh, yes, they were melting. And if you know, if you've been to Epcot or you've never been to Epcot, there's very little places that cover you as you're walking from country to country. So you were out in the searing sun for a long time. Exactly. So uh, this passion fruit bubble tea was actually great. And it was actually good because um, Emily and I were doing the scavenger hunt, which we'll talk about too in another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we were trying to find Remy, because he is very difficult to find in China, <laughs> it was nice and refreshing to have. He has like too many places to hide there. <laughs> he really, yeah. Like China's the one place where I can never find anything that they, when they do a scavenger hunt, I'm just like, okay, let's do process of elimination here. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But once we found Remy, we moved on. And then <clears throat> between China and Morocco is India a kiosk that's on the left side and uh it's right before the um refreshment outpost if you guys know where that is it's not quite um a country but it it has like the african vibes to it they wanted to throw something in there um so this indian uh outpost or kiosk is right there and this actually is on the trail surprisingly because honestly i don't think when i think of indian food i don't think of cheese yeah, no. me neither. No, I don't think. I think a lot of curry and uh, uh, yeah, so I don't think of cheese. So I was surprised to see that they were actually on Emile's fromage montage with their crispy paneer. That's how you say it. If not, I'm sorry. Um, and it was described as a cottage cheese like cheese when we looked it up. So we both were very like, oh, okay, this could, this could be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, uh, to me, it was more like a mozzarella cheese. It wasn't a strong cheese at all. And it, to me, it was more like a mozzarella cheese. And then obviously it was like um, dipped and breaded in like what almost seemed like panko uh, type of covering to me with a lot of A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly have to say, this was probably my favorite thing at the Food and Wine Festival. I know it was not yours, but like when no. I think of the Food and Wine Festival, this is the first thing that pops in my head. Like, I'm like, I'm addicted to this cheese now. Like, oh my gosh. I think I like the steak, the french fries, the wings. <laughs> I did not like this. And I think for me, it was, um, it was a texture of the cheese. It was not the taste. The taste was fine. Um, and I actually really liked that mango curry ketchup that it came with, but it, it, the, that texture of the cheese just didn't, didn't, um, you know, make me happy. Your <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, no. no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Now I'm kind of wondering, like when I go back in November, I'm going to get the potato and pea samosa and the chicken um, tikka masala as well. Like I'm, I'm really curious, like, and I'm getting that cheese yeah. again. Oh yeah. Of course you are. Totally. Actually, it was funny. Yeah. Sidebar. Yesterday we were at a pool party and this lady was telling me they're going to Disney in October and she's so excited to go to the food and wine festival. And I said, oh, I was just there last week. And she's like, you were? And I was like, yeah. And I, she's like, what was your favorite thing? And I was like, oh, this cheese in India. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on her face was like, she was frightened what? by what I was saying. And I was just like, no, you like have to try it. Like it was so good. So oh, um, goodness. I know. But um, okay, on to the refreshment outpost. So this obviously is like right next door. Um, I think we sat down right in front of it too. There was like a- some Yes. Um, you yes. can get watermelon yeah. Dole Whip here as well as, um, I don't know, how do you say this? Spicy Githry? It says sure. white beans, pigeon peas, Ben's original quinoa and ancient green medley with a kachambari squall regardless i was looking at the beers <laughs> um i would have been interested to try this nairobi coffee dark beer um but by that point i was getting pretty full so i wasn't going to add uh, dark beer to the mix of what was already in my stomach but uh this copper point brewing company key lime Kolsch is really good i've had that before so um, and then a little further down, they have the Kenya outpost. You can stop mm -hmm. here too. Another coffee inspired beef tenderloin and some shrimp juice. I, I did hear that the beef tenderloin there was pretty good. I, if I wasn't so full, I would have tried that, but I was at this point starting to, uh, burst at the seams. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we were only at the refreshment outpost. We didn't get too far. But that's how much food for two people they were giving us for sure. So yeah. Um, by the time we got to the Alps, next uh, kiosk on the rounds, if you're going from Mexico around over to France, um, the next one is the Alps. And this, they have a couple of these, I think, on the Emile's montage for uh, fromage montage that you can yeah. do. Um, but uh, this will be good in November, I think, if it's slightly chilly. This would be a perfect thing to have, I think, when it's not so hot because they're all warm cheeses. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It um, was not something to eat on a day when the heat index was like 110. Yeah. It was something we definitely wanted to try, but by the time we got there, the idea of putting warm cheese in our stomach just was not something we were willing to do. So definitely have to try this in November. So, but always good. Okay. Germany, we definitely had to get the pasta gratin with ham, onions, and cheese. Again, that's on the, um, fromage montage. Uh, that was very perfect. good. So good. I wish I wasn't as full. It was what? I wish I wasn't as full. As I would have eaten more of it. <laughs> It's very, cool. like, it's a nice chunk of, um, it's like a baked delight. So they just cut out a chunk for you. With, and it's a nice size that they give you. I'm not going to be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am yeah. going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Um, but 
I think this is the same one they had last year and I really liked it last year. So to get it this year was really nice. Um, the bratwurst in a pretzel roll and the apple strudel, I also hear are really good too, but most people were really getting the pasta gratin um, as far as the food on here. And then of course they have a whole bunch of German beers you can do like a pineapple hefeweizen. Um, <clears throat> do the beer flight here as well since they have so many. Um, Spain. We totally miss Spain. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember where Spain was at. No, and I'm a little disappointed because I would have gotten paella for, for sure, or the seafood salad um, seems very refreshing as well. Um, I don't know. All of these sound actually quite good, to be honest with you, and they're all gluten-free, so that was really nice, too. Um, but Spain has some interesting uh, shrimp uh, dishes that you can choose from. Mm -hmm. um, Italy, we didn't stop at either because, again, I kind of feel like you have a couple restaurants in Italy that are good. Why do you need a kiosk, you know? Um, maybe something else instead of that. I don't know. But... Uh, it seemed like they had two gnocchi ones and a pancotta that um, would be interesting. And then, uh, yeah, they have Peroni. <laughs> Italian beer. Uh, but an Italian sangria, that would be interesting. And an Italian margarita sounds interesting with tequila and limoncello. So I do like some limoncello. That would be refreshing. Um, as well. And then barley or barley and hops, hops and barley, <laughs> wrong restaurant. Uh, hops and barley <laughs> is in the adventure, the American adventure. This kiosk I actually really like because it's one of the biggest kiosks and they always have it like so nicely decorated and everything. Um, and I like how the line is set up because if it is long, they snake you through and you're not like holding up people getting through certain areas in the Americas too. So yeah. I really like, this is one of my favorite ones. I feel like it's well thought out compared to some of the other ones, like the Greek one. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, so sad. You wanted to get the crab slider here and we didn't end up getting it. I know by this point we were so full and so hot. I didn't get it, but uh, yeah, I love me a good crab cake. So they had the Chesapeake crab slider, the hot beef sandwich and the freshly baked carrot cake. So, um, I don't know if a hot beef sandwich on a, uh, hot day would be good, but the, the crab slider definitely looked, looked really good. So next time. <laughs> All right, guys, we are getting into our 20 minutes or over 20 minutes, actually probably more like into 30 minutes. So what we're going to do is make this the part one of the food and wine festival and continue on from here. And in part two, we're going to start talking um, about Japan and then going over into France, uh, down through England and stop in Canada and head over that way. And we're also going to talk about some of the merch that they had. Um, this time at the Food and Wine Festival, which was a little confusing yet interesting. So stay tuned for part two. All right, guys, have an yes. amazing day. And if you want to check us out on Facebook and Instagram, it's Wizards and Pixie Dust. Uh, we have pictures from our Food and Wine Festival over there as well. All right. Absolutely. Guys.
Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone.